Folks, it's time to give you a little bit of an update on the search for Caden Young. On February 21st, three-year-old Caden Young was torn loose from his mother's arms while she tried to swim to the shore after her van was engulfed by the raging waters of the Grand River. A police family volunteer searched the banks of the river from Grand Valley to Bellwood Lake every stinking day. Uh, my dog and I went out one day to about four, four or five hours, I think, between two concessions. I mean, that was, yeah. I don't know how long that would be, but it... How long were you out there, you figure? Well, yeah, it was about four or five hours. And, I mean, you're checking every nook and cranny you can find. Well, you find. were telling me you had to look up at the trees, they told you. Yeah, because the water was that high during the day that, um, well, the accident went down. Anyway, last Saturday, one of the volunteer team leaders was scheduled to give us an update on the search for Caden. But he sent us a text during the show letting us know that he couldn't make it because there was an emergency. And Tim said at that point in time, maybe they, maybe they found him. Yeah, that's I, probably I remember, the emergency. Yeah, we were talking afterwards. And... Well, it turns out that was the emergency. A fisherman had found Caden's body two months to the day after Caden disappeared. So today we're going to catch up with volunteer team leader Richard Croft. Richard ha- pretty much stopped his job from what I understand. Richard, look, there's a lot of stuff in the news. I want to clear things up and just kind of get the facts from you. Um, you're a tow truck driver and you pretty much were involved with the search would it be every day? Wouldn't be every day for two months, Richard. Uh, yeah, it was pretty much every day. Man, what was your association with the family prior to this? Um, I knew the mother from uh, a past job. Actually, I used to be a DJ, and uh, she was a waitress. And uh, yeah, that was about eight or nine years ago. And, right. Uh, but unfortunately, I didn't know at the time you know, when I got there, that it was even anybody I knew. Now explain that to me. Hold on. So you, you heard about this accident. Like, how did your first, how did the first day or night go down for you once you heard the news? What happened? Uh, well, basically, uh, it was about 12.50 in the morning on the 21st. And uh, like you said, I'm a tow truck driver. And I heard uh, a call come over the emergency radios. Uh, like the police fire ambulance of a uh, of a vehicle accident. And first thought is, uh, well, they're going to need a tow truck because fire trucks don't have winches. Yeah. So I responded. So you get out to the scene, and all the emergency vehicles are out there. It's probably a little chaotic. Um, do you remember seeing the van that that very night, or was the van way down the river? Um, we seen the van about. I'm guessing it was probably about two, uh, up to two hours after the initial call. Right, right. Um, it was uh, a fair, fair bit of time to find the van. Sure. Well, I from what I had heard or read that, I guess uh, someone who lives near the river or on the shores of the river phoned in and said, you know, there's headlights bobbing up and down in the river? Correct. Was that the initial call, I think, Richard? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Um, I'm not 100% sure, but from what I understand, that was the first and initial call that got emergency services rolling. At what point, Richard, did you find out this this was actually a scenario involving someone you knew? Um, almost 24 hours later. And the first time that you and, and Caden's mom, you know, saw each other and kind of got together would have been what you... You had decided to volunteer already, yeah. and, and then all of a sudden you lock eyes with her, and you're like, wait a second, I know you? 
Um, I didn't even find out that way. I found out through a friend uh, that uh, worked with with me as well. And that's basically how I found out. But I was already knowing at that point that I was going to be involved. Richard, what was the hardest part of searching every stinking day? Um, I'd have to say, uh, at the end of the day, just um, really just trying to stay focused. And because it was quite a, not a disappointment, but it was... um, it was upsetting to go every day with nothing. Yeah. Because um, there was several days in a row that even our search didn't turn up a single thing that we were looking for. Um, like not a, not even a piece of plastic sort of deal. Um, so it was quite, uh, quite stressful to just to know that you're searching and searching and you don't feel that you're you're doing it right or doing a good job because you're just not getting any signs. Yeah. And that's what's the hardest at the end of the day. Yeah, I can imagine. I mean, the day I was there, there was a group of Mennonite or Amish guys that, yeah. I don't know, maybe you took them down to these giant ice blocks and I guess, the you know, it was the job of the big dudes to start bashing away at these big blocks of ice. Yeah, the... Um I think I know which day you were you were down there then and uh we had a day down where um a lot of the Amish people uh up from the Mount Forest area they came down with a busload um the 40 something people and uh they're just uh an amazing group they um they probably did 3 days worth of work for their size because they're they're just well-oiled machines as one guy said and it's just uh that day was just—we couldn't believe how much work they did. Wow, that was uh, that was very impressive. <clears throat> that day, Richard, tell me about—I mean, I don't even know how to word this question, but let let me just sort of say, having worked with volunteers throughout a lot of my life, when you throw open the whole—you know—hey, anybody come, anybody that wants to come and help, come and help. When you throw that open, that net catches a whole lot of different types of people. And, and I'm not quite sure how to word this other than to say, I'm sure you must have had some issues with some volunteers. And, you know, what's sort of the downside of of having to deal with people who, and I can only imagine they, they're gawkers and they're onlookers and, they're, and they just want to stick their nose into the business and they want a little glory for themselves and all that kind of stuff. I mean, you're seeing the downside of humanity as well as the beautiful, optimistic uh, heartbeat of of the human race. You're seeing both sides. Yeah, I do agree there, but I will tell you, I learned from this experience um, the positives from the people that we did meet, um, the people that reached out to us, uh, people sending us prayers every day uh, from all over Canada. Um, it's actually showed me what kind of country we have. Um, it's kind of amazing to see what a three-year-old boy, what kind of power he had to bring us all together to bring him home. Mm-hmm. So there was negativity. I'm not going to deny that. Sure. Uh, but the positives far brought were, were, yeah, exactly. It was, it outweighed everything. It was just, uh, 
the people are just amazing and I'm couldn't be prouder from my county, my town, my country. It's just the amount of support that we had is just unbelievable. Richard, tell us about the the moment. Where were you? What was going on when the call came in that they had found Caden? Um, I was actually at home, and um, I heard it on the emergency radios, actually, that there was uh, something going on on the lake. And uh, I, uh, to be honest, I was sleeping and it's just the way my brain is trained with a being a tow truck driver there's certain things i wake up to and uh that was one of the things that sparks my mind to wake up and i woke up and i ran uh, out the door as i'm running out the door i phoned another co-worker of mine and asked him if i was kind of hearing things if he heard the same thing and he did and he was already himself which was an avid searcher uh, pretty much every day in this search as well. Um, he uh, as well jumped in his vehicle and he was heading out as well. So we kind of met on the way out there, stopped, he jumped into my truck and we continued on out there and uh, learned the news. Wow. I, I mean, that's the that's the thing. I, I'm trying to put myself in in that position, right, in that mindset. And two months of searching for Caden and boom, you hear this over the radio, and and you're you're flying to the scene. Your heart your heart must have been pounding, obviously, right? You, I mean, what goes through what goes through your mind at that point in time? Uh, all that was in my mind at that point was Caden and his family. Yeah, no. that was my, that was my concern at that time. Um, I know that you have been. Um, quite respectful of boundaries and and uh, and and I know that also media hasn't always been the greatest to you um, so I I, I want to ask this carefully Richard but how is the family doing um, I will just say um, from what I know they are obviously going through some some grieving and stuff and um, it's uh, it's sad to see them going through what they are going through. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, no person should be going through what they're going through. So it's they're just I don't know. It's it's tough. Just with everything that they've gone through, it's uh, I pray for them every day. Well, look, I you know. I don't know you, so it's going to sound a little trite or a little, oh, you're saying this because you're on the radio or whatever. But, dude, you 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 gave a big chunk of your life to the search for Caden. And as someone who lives in the area, and my family has been part of that area since 1850, yeah. I, I want to thank you. And I genuinely want to thank you because, you know, I only went one day one stinking day and if it was my kid like that's the thing everyone says right if it was my kid what would you do what how would you feel what but you know there's a part of me that's a little disgusted at my own apathy and and yet i realize that the whole world doesn't stop when something bad happens to somebody else but your whole world your whole world stopped and you gave and gave and gave and i know this is making you feel uncomfortable probably because that's the look at it that way what? Well, that, 
that's the whole thing. I don't look at it that way. My world didn't stop. Right. We we had someone's world that stopped. And my goal was to bring family that closure. So in all reality, my world didn't stop. My world continued. I just continued on a different path for those last two months. So I don't look at it that way. Yeah. Mm. Everyone's got a purpose in life, and sometimes you just have to step out of your boundaries to find it. Dude, thanks. Like, seriously, thanks for what you've done. And thanks for, for, you know, sort of giving us a little bit of the update here and and uh, so many volunteers. How many how many volunteers in total do you think? You know, I know it's a guess, but how many do you think tried to find Caden? If you were to take out the repeats and just go daily, jeez, um, you you got 60 days pretty much. And, uh, you know, at sometimes we were, we were reaching a thousand people a day. So it was, you know, incredible. I, I can say there was plenty of steps made on those grounds with, with, with people that came out. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. It is just quite amazing. After eight weeks, still pushing the numbers that we did was unheard of. Even OPP said they've never seen a community like ours in a tragedy like this. We're, I'm proud of it. Yeah, me too. Me too. Richard Croft, dude, it was great to chat with you. Thank you. Thank you, sir. There you go, folks. That's our update on uh, on the search for for Caden Young. Man, can you imagine? I mean, that really. These are the look. These are the kind of stories you got to talk about. We got to bring to light. We got to celebrate. Mm-hmm. There's enough garbage in the world bringing us down when you hear this kind of a thing. How the community, not just the community. I mean, people were driving for hours away to come search for Caden. I think it's it's very obvious over, sorry, between Humboldt, between um, Caden, and, and between what's happened in Toronto. This seems to be a consistent thread about people stepping out, stepping beyond, mm-hmm. and really just giving whether it's of their time, I mean, the money that's been raised, Humboldt, let alone yeah. what's happening in Toronto now. Um, yeah, I'm pretty proud to be a Canadian at this point. I think we react pretty well to situations like this. Oh, yeah.